0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Two Words with Taku. I'm Taku Mbudzi, recording this beautiful podcast all about writing in Melbourne. And at the moment, I'm sitting in a cozy little studio with five incredible people who've been uh, taking part in a radio story production that I am doing, that I'm working on. And in this episode, I want to talk about comparing ourselves to other people when we have new ideas or new things that we're we're working on. And you guys are just sitting so quietly and so beautifully, but um, I'm just going to go around. And so please say your name, introduce yourself and how you ended up being in the studio with me working on this story. And we'll start with you,
1: Kerry. Hi, I'm Kerry, and I ended up here by my hair, which seems absolutely ridiculous, but I was showing some of my hair at the gym and she had a friend who was and telling her about my maths blog and she had a friend who was interested in maths who then was a friend of Taku's. And we met. Ta- I met Taku at a an event and we just started talking and that was it, that was it. I was gone. I was just so bowled over by enthusiasm because really if you meet someone who's enthusiastic,
0: don't let go of them. <laughs> Okay. Actually, I feel like I have to jump in and just say that Kerry is actually my writing mentor. So um, for anyone who hasn't heard the episodes, there are two there where we talk about uh, writing books because she's written 20 books. And then we also talk about writing fake news articles. So that's just a little bit about Kerry. And then we move on to beautiful Deline. Hi, my
2: name is Deline. I've known Taku for quite some time. And way back when she was still living in Perth, I knew that I would be here today because Taku is the chief motivator and I am chief inspirer and I'm the chief admirer. And that's why I am here today.
0: Oh, that's so lovely. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I should, yeah, so with Deline, she's a business mentor and we met at a Richard Branson conference or something. And, yeah, so over the years uh, she's just... Yeah, been a good friend and mentored me through business stuff. Just mainly businessy stuff. Um and then we move on to Bem and yeah. Hi.
3: Hi, my name is Bem. I met Taco at an event at Afrohub, a band of brothers. I am a big believer in the African cause, getting the correct message out there as opposed to what is popular. And I stumbled into this um, project she's doing, and I was so excited and very happy to be on board.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just have to say with BEM, I, I just met him. He was talking to someone, and because it's a radio story that I'm working on, I just heard his voice, and I said, "You just, I just need your voice. So thank you for being here. And then we have beautiful Chido in the corner.
4: Hi, yeah, so I'm Chido, and... I got here um, through nepotism, yes. (laughs) 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 So Taku's got mutual friends with my sister and we have a podcast, so that's kind of their commonality and Taku was producing this story and needed a young voice and a slash aspiring actress, comedian all around, good person and (laughs) my sister introduced me to her. So yeah, I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yeah, you've been amazing to work with today. And then last but certainly not least is fabulous
5: Maddie. Hello. How have I come to be here today? I've been teaching some students, including Taku, uh, the steps towards making a recorded piece, a recorded story for radio broadcast. And it's testament to Taku that what we flagged as being, you know, just a a five-minute story, a way to put these new skills into practice has blossomed into a project that involves, you know, four-plus friends and voice actors to contribute to. She's brought you all together with yeah. her, a yep. training
0: she's doing. I, I can't stop smiling. Um So now that we've, you know, introduced each other and honestly, I will probably put links and little photos of everyone so you can see them. But yeah, I just want to throw this thing out about comparing yourselves to others. Am I the only person who has these moments where you look at other people and go, oh. So I don't know. I'll start with you maybe, Chilo. Do you ever have those moments?
4: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I guess with everyone, with every sort of um, industry, particularly acting I mean, you go to audition for one part and you're comparing yourself to everyone else in the room. Like, will I be better than them? Am I what they're looking for? Am I talented enough? And when you're talking about things like people comparing your idea against other ideas, like that's been happening to me, like not so much externally, like people saying, oh, you know, there's already this sort of video production going on but it kind of comes into your head sometimes like should i bother creating like if this sort of medium already exists and I, i think it's kind of mentally draining and yeah it does happen yeah okay Any thoughts, Kerry? Well, I've learnt not to worry about it.
1: But you do when you're younger. But what happened is because I wrote for, well, I've written for every major newspaper in Australia and I would have had over 100 editors for books and newspapers and they would all change you. I mean, they would go in, they would edit me out and they would therefore, uh, in the end, you had to have this core idea of what you wanted to do and just say whatever because sometimes it appeared in the paper. Being, because i wrote human, terribly unfunny. I mean, or they have these really good ideas like, I'll write us a funny article about um, shower roses. And I'm like, are you kidding me? There's a human... as in shower? shower, The head of a shower. The thing that the water comes out of it. That's it. That's specific. You know, they were just stupid, stupid people, (laughs) editors, (laughs) often. But you had to, therefore, decide what it is that is your core um i suppose talent or story or whatever it is and and just let it bounce off you and i'm really good at that now and i'm just, really and good and just at
0: owning that. it no yes yes you really are um yeah i like what you said you just have to stick to that core idea um i don't know have you had that experience Maddie. i guess in your radio world or anything else creative
5: yes so certainly in a in a space like a radio station with so many individuals doing their own sorts of programs it's easy to look and hear other announcers and the style of programs they're doing and like oh should i do it that way should i do it this way um uh, thinking about the listeners um the audience and because Mm -hmm. they're you know radios can be quite solo in that you're in a room by yourself and while you know the audience is there you can't see them it's sort of this imaginary conflict as well it's um Mm -hmm sort of like the base position is self doubt or questioning before it's I'm fine unless someone starts calling through and telling me like <laughs> what are you playing? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's really fascinating fascinating because um like I say the last few days I've been going through this feeling of yeah, I'm okay. So I'm watching other people who are succeeding already in what I'm trying to do, but then I keep having to come back to myself and say, oh, no, actually, I'm exactly where I need to be. I am learning. Sitting here with all of you guys um, today has just been, I I can't even put it into words, a story that I wrote and I didn't know what to do with it, Um, a story that was actually meant to be part of an anthology and they didn't include it because they said it's a bit too different. Um, You know, All of a sudden, now we're making it together, and I love that process. But I find that it is a choice, a constant choice to remember, to have that perspective about where I am in relation to where I want to go, even though others are many steps ahead or they seem to be doing well. Um, Bem, do you have those kinds of thoughts as well? And what do you do to give yourself perspective in those moments?
3: Well, I that that process started when i was six i went to boarding school and for 12 years i went through that system of constantly almost fighting for things and fighting to get your voice heard and positions in the class and um, it didn't stop there i got into dancing recently and people would consider at 30 getting into dancing is kind of late for you to be getting into it and just even in the workforce, kind of everywhere around you is constant competition and not necessarily people being happy about winning. They're happy that someone else lost. Um, <laughs> so what yeah. what I've found that has kind of kept me on track is why do I do what I do? For my dancing, what what exactly am I trying to achieve with it? Competition aside and my training and everything aside, like I'm trying to express myself. I see dance as a form of expression. And as long as I'm still able to express myself to the truest form I can be, then I'm happy. I don't care if I win or lose or what anybody else thinks about it. I'm comfortable about my expression. It should be different. It should be unique. And it's why I'm here today as well, to be part of this expression that is different. and challenging myself almost to just keep saying what i what it is i need to say whether it's coordinated or not whether it makes sense or not i like to tell people i am organized in my disorganization Mm
5: -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm 30
3: (laughs) i don't have a house i don't have a partner i'm in the country the furthest i could be from home but i'm still living i'm still learning it's a work in progress and that's what it is.
0: Oh, I love that. That's that's deep. Um, Deline, any any thoughts? Now we talk about this kind of stuff all the time, and um, yeah. What what are your thoughts around this this topic of just perspective? And well,
2: I've taken myself out of the um, corporate world. Um, decided to uh, take my retrenchment from. From Westpac, and I've started my own small business, so I actually work uh, or march, I would perhaps say, to my own own drumbeat, um, doing my own thing. So I don't really have that much um, situations where I compare myself to other people, uh, especially professionally. Um, so just, just
0: tell us a bit what about
2: what you do as what, well. what I do is uh, it's actually um, quite unique there isn't anybody else in Melbourne doing it uh, I teach pottery to preschool children and I never thought that I um, was a creative person for as long as I can remember and then but I've always liked working with my hands And then um, I decided to start the business when I um, came to Melbourne and didn't know anything about pottery, went to night class, taught myself because I studied psychology um, and realized but that is also being creative. And then, of course, I met this beautiful soul sitting opposite me and she is so creative Um, And so now I'm just, um, as I said before, I'm a
0: biggest admirer. Yeah, that's why you're here.
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, I was just going to throw in that you have to also be kind to yourself. Um, One of the issues with being kind to yourself is I've I've worked as a professional speaker. I still do work as a professional speaker, fly around Australia talking at conferences and at dinners. Yet what they ask you to do sometimes is ridiculous. They ask, you, they ask me because I'm zany um, and I've been asked to speak at one corporation that, where they said, oh, there will be 50 people. I'm saying, right, right. And I found out on the night, and I'm going to talk to them about funny things, <laughs> uh, uh, they know that 50% of them will be sacked by Friday. They thought, we'll just cheer them up with a humorous. And I'm thinking, what a a stupid thing to do. So I actually gave a serious talk. I could swing it because they were not in the mood for laughing Mm -hmm. and it was better to get them talking about funny issues. So that's one side. And the other side of it is... Even the venue can be crazy. I, I spoke in Queensland one time um, in a venue which was a converted um, shearing shed, which was great for a restaurant, but when it rained, no one could hear anything <laughs> <'cause> it rained <laughs> and the band got drunk at the back of the room. I mean, it was really the nightmare talk, you know, where you're just talking to yourself, really.
0: <laughs> so so going back to the whole being kind to yourself, so are you saying in those situations you you didn't force something that wouldn't have well, made well, you come up. Well, even if
1: you did because you weren't prepared, they you've been asked to do something that was impossible, basically. So you've just got to say, look, you lose some, you know, win yeah. some, you lose some yeah. on the way home, although you really feel it personally. Uh, that's that's the irony of it. you you had no control over one, the shearing shed and the rain. There's probably a few sheep running around out the back there somewhere <laughs> adding to the <that> whole <laughs> noise of it. but you 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 don't control that, so you just have to just move on. That's it you. Yes, you know
4: yeah, um yeah, like being kind to yourself is good, but I think especially now nowadays and speaking for like the younger generation it can be hard to be kind to yourself especially with social media being around and the pressure to constantly be involved in either what Facebook, Twitter, Instagram even worse with the filters (laughs) but like it's just as always like always comparing yourself to other people just because it's always in your face so I think it does make it hard to be kinder to yourself in that way and I'm not sure how I mean i think it it, it would take time maybe i'm like still too young to be like to come around and be like oh actually it's okay to take a step back and just like look at yourself
5: Mm -hmm. i feel um it's not a specific person or people who i compare myself to but it's much more of an imagined sort of the correct person Mm -hmm. Um, and i see that coming from official channels but I feel what you're saying, Chido, in that f- Facebook, social media, Instagram, like that almost becomes a formal channel. Like this is what people's lives look like now. And as a broad sort of image of a lifestyle, like that's what I'm comparing myself to. Um, but also, carry with the the kindness that it's not just in difficult situations that I need to be kind to myself. It's not just like, okay. I've been put in this impossible situation, just be kind to myself and do it. How I need to do it. It's even on a on a good day, whereas I'm allowed to get this wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to be unprofessional. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to you know, be late. It's not that I'm aiming to be any of those things, but if those things if I do those bad things or put myself in a bad situation, like I can I can forgive myself that. Mm. And then what you were saying, Bem about um uh, dance and creativity and um, we've all spoken about um, our own creativity that when that starts getting judged through those formal channels of being you know it needs to be productive or effective or professional and I, I really don't like the sense that these practices for our own fun um, that comparison to others, or the comparison in general, is because yes, I can dabble in something that's fun, but I need to be professional at it, and it needs to be effective, and it needs to benefit, or it needs to measure up to these things. Rather than it's just, it's just me. <laughs> yeah.
2: I I think um, basically agreeing with with what um, everybody had said. But for me, it's certainly the fact that I'm a bit older now, and I think your your confidence and not being so worried about what other people think um, that for me has has actually made a big difference. Where you know I can just go out and uh, you know enjoy what I'm what I'm doing and not feel so so judged.
5: Mm.
0: And just speaking to your social media comments, so I have not been on Instagram for six months because... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Instagram is my favorite social media platform because I'm very visual, I'm creative, that's how I connect with people. But when I moved from Perth to Melbourne, I knew... I needed to hear myself and give myself the time to settle into the city without those distractions. And so when I talk about comparing myself to people, it's not that I compare and then feel crap about myself. It's more of um, I'm just aware of what else is happening. And as an ideas person, then more ideas come in and it's like, oh, maybe I could do that. Oh, maybe I should partner with this person. So just knowing myself and my own triggers and comparing myself in the sense that, oh, you know, I could do better if I worked with this person or if I was in this situation. I just cut it out. And so that's some of what I talk to young people about is take time out from social media so you can hear yourself. And then that's part of being kind to yourself because then you'll be surprised what gifts you actually have when you're not working out what hashtag you're going to put on something. Do you know how much time that takes? Okay, yes. Well, I was just going to say, when
1: you compare yourself, you always lose. And I'm saying this as an author who's had uh, books published because... You you go out and people ask you, oh, how many books did you sell? As if that's some sort of measure of the quality of the book. Well, you're always going to lose that. There's always some who's sold more. And mm-hmm. if you even get that of the Bibles, you know, the best-selling book in the in the yeah. world. Uh, so it, it's it's a bit ludicrous even going down that track, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know. So I in fact I wouldn't tell people that because I'm not going to satisfy them with that. Yeah. I just said, oh, you know, it's uh, oh, just you just wouldn't believe. i sold once. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, 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 What it matter? I yeah. mean, what difference is Mate,
3: you know exactly, and just following on from the comparison sort of comment, I've found that I do a lot of self reflection and I compare myself to myself.
5: Mm.
3: I am someone who wants to constantly be improving. The worst thing I could think of is being stuck on the same level doing the same thing over and over again, for years at a time. So I have certain checks I do for myself, comparing myself a week ago to myself now, comparing myself in the quarter, thinking about the big picture of what I'm hoping to achieve. I know mm. where I'm at right now. I know where I want to be, big picture. Mm. The journey there is just...
0: That's the It's fun going bit. to be what it's going to be. <laughs> Isn't it? I
3: can build a truck And then drive to point X and then take a bike from there and then fly from there. And for me, it's just the journey. I'm clear on where I want to be. So anytime I feel disheartened or something shifts or something goes wrong, so to speak, on this journey, I just think about that big picture. Mm. That's where I want to be. And what have I done? Have Have I done anything to move one step closer to that goal? And mm. as long as I'm keeping on track with that, I don't care what happens. I can fail, I can backtrack, I can, whatever happens, happens. I keep my mind on the big picture.
0: You, you are all such a joy to me right now. I, I wish I could just send you rainbows and buckets and stars. Just everything you're saying is just so, 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 so perfect. And I really want to thank each and every one of you. Kerry, thank you for coming. Deline, thank you. Bim, thank you. Chido, thank you. No worries. And Maddy, thank you. Um, so everyone listening, the story that we're working on, we're hopefully broadcasting it in a couple of weeks so you will hear it fresh, new, and, yeah, hot off the press on PBS radio, and I'll send all the links and stuff. Um, I've started thanking you, but I'm not quite done yet because I wanted to ask you um, just one last thing. What, what is like one trigger that you feel often sets you off so that you do feel more doubtful of yourself or like what are the things that make you feel more vulnerable to comparing yourself to others? And then how do you deal with that thing? So I'll start with me. If I'm, if I'm hungry or if I'm tired I just find that I just have a shorter tether on some things and then a shorter tether with myself. So I eat burgers and I like wine. (laughs) (laughs) And I go out with my friends. So that's just one example. But I'm curious because I guess I'm sharing this because I have a lot of listeners who are creatively minded, working on books, working on all sorts of things, and they're all over the world. So I don't think any of what we go through is different to anyone. But it would be interesting to maybe verbalize what we think we suffer alone in, and then how we do it. And it can be big scale, small scale, whatever, but yeah. Well, for me, I
1: I find if I haven't done anything productive within a day, that's when I get really annoyed with myself. So I haven't, it it doesn't matter what it is, um, what part of, you know, is it writing or blogging or something to do with talking. But if I've just not actually achieved anything, I get really annoyed with myself. Because I think it's boring then. Mm. <laughs> now, I've had a boring day, but sometimes you do have to give your brain a rest too. But, you know, you, you know, Taku, because your mind's jumping all over the place and sometimes it's probably a good thing to it just, yeah, you know,
0: time out. Yeah, time out. out. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I guess just following on from that, I'm pretty active <laughs> myself. I cycle everywhere I do. A lot of activities, community, work-based, different things. I just love to try things. But the one thing I do pretty much every week or maybe every day, I don't really admit <laughs> this to everyone, is I dance. I love dancing. And mm-hmm. whether I'm waiting for a tram or going to work or anything like that, I try to dance. But when I once I get a bit busy sometimes, I forget to dance. And when I start getting angsty and short and whatnot, I know I haven't danced. Like, I haven't had a good dance in a while. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just go dancing. That's my my way to sort it out.
0: like that. Yeah.
4: Um, I think for me, there are two things that trigger me. Um, I think one is like thinking back to high school and who I was then I'm just saying like, that was not a fond memory um that spirals me down and then secondly is when I'm with people who don't necessarily like understand my creative vision or like why I enjoy certain things that I like to do and that like triggers comparison in terms of should I even be doing what I'm doing should I be creative should i just do something more mainstream like i don't know what to do but i find that what helps me get through that is when i hang out with other creatives so for example today like oh, when, I've, yes. when i've met Hallelujah. all of you people yes. it's like or the other um like i was in a poetry group don't actually do poetry but they let me in um <laughs> 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 they were wonderful and it's just like when you're surrounded by good vibes that get you like that helps me, yeah. Maddie, mm-hmm. For
2: me, I, I haven't as yet identified um, a trigger but uh, that would upset me or something, but when I do for some reason feel down or, or feel not myself, I uh, the way how I cope with it is I go for a run. I love running. Uh, and then that sets the mind because your legs are on auto, um, sets the mind free and uh, gives me time to work through it and just to th- rethink it and perhaps come up with a way of dealing with it or otherwise, yeah, just leave it there.
0: Just take a break. Take a break.
5: I think if I knew I'd be far more... Peaceful with myself at the moment. <laughs> I've been thinking about the question, and it's yeah. uh, it's a really interesting question, and it just makes me realize that maybe I've deliberately looked in the other direction at the moment. Um, the fact can I fix fix a blockage or something, or what what creates a blockage? Um, I find that uh, I have trouble balancing the scales in that I can't tell if something's like uh, pushing at work is sort of good for me to to see something accomplished, to to put creativity into practice and I can't really tell when stopping and having a break or having a longer break is actually good for me. So it does feel a bit like, I don't know, arms out, smashing around in the dark.
2: No man's land. Mm.
5: Yeah, but that's that's this moment or this month or whatever, like I know it's not going to be always.
1: I, I've always said um, working in the creative area, I suppose, because I did write humour um, for newspapers. So I had newspapers, books and uh, talking uh, on the circuit, if you like, but always one of them was doing OK. One of them was going to hell in a handbasket and one of them was sort of struggling for life. And so what? how I got... I'd move from one to the other, and you say, oh, this is going okay, this is really good. So the one that is really bad, you sort of just push it aside for a while. And it's funny that they'd swing around and change again, you know, suddenly the one that you thought was dead is up and alive and running again. So I'm not it's sure like how that works. Mm. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> that was such a bad
0: joke. I'm glad oh, oh, nobody what you heard that? I said, <laughs> it's <was> like boyfriends. <laughs> 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 that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Up and okay. Yeah, let's just no, probably, pretend I did.
1: There, no, there's a lot in that. We could, but we, we won't unpack
0: it. <laughs> no, we won't. Um, okay. Well, this has been lovely. I, I actually just really wanted my listeners to hear your voices and your stories and your happy vibes and your beautiful beauty before they actually listen to the final story so thank you again for being here um, to everyone you have been listening to two words with taku you can find me and my crazy speaking adventures at taku.com.au or you can uh, follow me on instagram though i'm not back there yet um at taku speaks and same thing with twitter or taku tv on facebook and youtube Thanks for listening, everyone. And thank you for being here, everyone who's in the studio. Uh, Have a fabulous day. (laughs) Okay, applause. I've never had that before. Thanks. (laughs) Live
5: in the studio.
0: And it's a wrap.